Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Hi. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Is that from a TV show? That's from a TV show. Oh. Carly. I'm just so tapped in. I just like get these downloads. And <laughs> I'm, I'm just... staring at Carly's brows. If you guys follow her on, on Instagram, um, you should they were, see like, these the brows. Best decision I ever made. All the guys are like, Kate, move along. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wow, who's this Bert Nernie? <laughs> <laughs> Weird, weirdest intro ever. <laughs> We've had some pretty weird intros. I'm not going to lie. Just trying to one up our game each time. Yeah. So here we are, you guys. And um, it's it's hairy out there. Is that an eyebrow joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is, humor? <laughs> is, it, is it too late to get off this podcast? And, no, we and, and we guest spot on someone else. We yeah. don't edit either, so you're getting the full meal deal yeah. here, my friend. So today we are going to talk about a lot of things, but I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but I mentioned it on my Instagram yesterday. So how? the flow of the podcast goes every single week is like from the time I put this podcast out now today to next Tuesday, I kind of know what the next topic is from the week, right? You start experiencing Yeah, like I start experiencing it through our community, through the world, like what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing in human actions first, Mm -hmm. right? Then the second thing that happens is the energy starts downloading for me. And then what's really interesting is around Friday, Saturday, I get the whole energy thing. And sometimes it's sooner and I'll text like Carly and be like, next week's podcast episode, this is what it is. Yeah. And this weekend I was texting with somebody um, within the community on Sunday morning and I was talking about what the podcast was going to be this week. And all of a sudden I got an email from... Um, a radio show that I follow and theirs was about ascension or self-sabotage. And I was like, oh my God, you can't make this up. And what did I just post today on Instagram? And that is what I was getting all week was the Mm self-sabotage and the whole energy of that. And then it's just like, it's just so amazing in the journey, especially in my world where it's like, I felt like I was so alone for so long and I didn't have other people that like were experiencing the same things or even had the same language as me to now see that like, we're all seeing the same energy, sometimes the same language or sometimes not, but it's all the same kind of variations of it all. Mm-hmm. So same, 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 same. So this week, um, let's be honest, there is massive self-sabotage going on. There is massive in the head going on, like that whole ego spin, the stories. The second guessing. The second guessing. Um, and the guides just gave an amazing analogy when I was in channel and I'm going to get Carly to explain it fully. Cause I'm, I'm kind of blurry. I'm just coming, mm-hmm. I'm still coming out. So I'm just going to get her to explain the analogy and we're going to start breaking this down to really assist you guys because honestly, we are in this unreal time week on the ascension energy side that I want all of you guys to experience. And it finally just clicked for me what is about to take place. And that is why on the opposite of that, this kind of self-sabotage and this spin down is profound. Mm -hmm. So take a relaxing seat, really take this in because we know you guys are feeling it. We know a lot of you are going through it. We know a lot of you are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is honestly just the language. And Carly's going to start it off 
with the analogy that the guides gave. Yeah, and they're always so eloquent in like the analogies that they yeah. offer, and it's always so timely too. So they were really aggressive today. <laughs> they were, and what was really interesting and just something different from like the regular channels that we usually get is they weren't speaking directly to Scott, yeah. Coco, and I this time in the room. They were actually speaking to you all and yeah. kind of using us as like the example, which I thought was interesting. So yeah, we'll they've see. never done that. Before. No, we'll see where that goes because we also yeah. have some like interesting podcasts we want to do for over the holidays. So we'll see how that transforms. But regardless, with their metaphors, it's always really timely. What I mean by that is this this week's metaphor was a fireplace. And that just made me think of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So let's say we have our... You are the fireplace, you guys, okay? So you're looking at this beautiful fireplace. It's all decked out for the holiday season. And you're the one lighting the flame. So you get out your match. You strike it. You throw it in. And boom, this flame is just beautiful. It's warm. You feel good. You feel cozy. People are coming over and they're like, wow, your place looks so festive. Ooh, that fire is warm. Did you make that? And you're like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did it all on my own and I didn't need anyone external to help me. So you're sitting there and you're feeling good because you've built this fire and it's burning and you're getting compliments on it. People are noticing you. At this point in time, what you may or may have forgotten is that there's actually someone working on your roof. So you know how every chimney, what's it called, Scott? Flute. A flute. So there's a flute at the top, which is like this. There's a flute at the bottom. But it at the bottom, there. but it goes up the top. Exactly yeah. The it's like a, it'll either close off the yeah, allow, chimney or not, correct? Yeah, it allows the airflow. Right? allows the airflow. Okay. So you have your flute going there and it's open right now because your flame's going and there's someone working on the, on the roof at the top. And for some reason they have to cover your chimney and your flute gets closed, but you're flame is still burning. So now what's happening? All this smoke, your home is getting filled with smoke. It's smoky. You're suffocating. You can't think straight. It's heavy. It's dark. You just don't know what to do. That's the spin we're in right now. Yeah. And so thanks Carly for explaining that. Cause now I'm remembering everything that they had said. And what they had said is the, the person on the top of the roof is the collective energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So imagine that as an umbrella at the top of your roof. Okay. That is the world as a whole right now. That is the polarity. That is the, this versus that it's all the things that I don't even want to talk about, but we don't need to talk about because it's very, very obvious. Mm-hmm. Okay. So notice those people on your roof and that is the collective energy. It could be 50 people in your world. It could be one person. It could be two person. It could be Santa. Yeah, it could be Santa. (laughs) It's all the steps on the roof that are causing you the spin. Those are reindeer. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. They're reindeer and reindeer. (laughs) So all with the Santa analogy, I'm just saying they're going to be reindeer. (laughs) So all of the steps. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We're not in the like I don't know. Good thing I'm not in a channel right now because <laughs> these two would just be triggering the F out of me. <laughs> they know better. <laughs> so on top of the roof is all of these steps that are starting. You can hear them from the inside of your house. That is the distractions, you guys. So all of the things out in the world that you are being pulled to is like, what is that noise on the roof? It's so distracting. It's so distracting. Mm-hmm. It's so distracting. And all you can do is obsess about that. And then you want to like get out and like fight about who's on your roof. Get off my fucking roof. Yeah. And you're standing at the front of your house yelling at somebody on top of your roof. And all of a sudden, what do they do? They trip and fall and they close your chute. Okay. And the next thing you know, you're, uh, you're St. Nick and you become Santa Claus. And you just spawned free movies. <laughs> just saying that's what happens this is true Coco is triggered yeah. right now I'm like these two I'm gonna lose it 
So all of a sudden that thing has closed and the smoke, like Carly said, comes down and the smoke is just consuming you, like mm-hmm. absolutely consuming you. So it starts small. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're like, okay, I can manage the smoke. And what the guides had also said is, yeah, when your flame got lit for the very first time, externally, something lit it for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it stays lit. Cause you start doing the work. You start remembering mm-hmm. who you are, but you get into that spin. Then when the smoke starts coming and you're like grabbing to the addictions of everything outside, well, I need the KFC logs from Canadian Tire. I saw those on TikTok. What's a KFC log? You can get a log at Canadian Tire that smells like KFC. Why? I like purposely hate that. Like when if I ever got KFC, I would like wash my clothes after because I hate that smell. Why yeah. would you want that in your I house? don't know, but that's a distraction. Yeah, it is. You know, so you're looking for all these distractions to keep your flame lit because you don't think that you can keep it lit yourself. So you turned fried chicken. Yeah, literally. Guys, that doesn't make sense in this analogy or in life. Why would you need something external to keep your flame lit? Look it up, you guys. KFC fire logs. But besides the point... Swipe up for a code. But besides the point, that is what's happening. There's a whole addiction that is taking place to density. Okay? And when the smoke is clouding you up, when it's taking you over and you can't think straight, what do you do? You get in your own head. Well, you also revert back to old behaviors, yes. right? That's the self-sabotaging. It's like for like the the forever like example that's used is like you go back with your ex, yes. right? Cuz it's comfortable because you know it. Well, you, you know want the hit. You, you want, want the, the hit. Exactly. You, you're addicted to the pain. Mm-hmm. You're addicted to the fact that if you go back with the ex, you know it's going to feel good for the, that like month or two or whatever, mm-hmm. but then you're going to fight the same way. You're going to get the high. You're going to have the wash, rinse, repeat. And that's what's happening with everybody. That's the self-sabotage. It's the self-sabotage. Because it's not necessarily that this is going to deter you from your ultimate path because you have the backup plan to the backup plan to the backup plan. But what it's doing is it's prolonging it. And ain't nobody got time for that right now, people. No, and the reason why the smoke is so thick right now is because of... Like, I hate to even say the miracle, but it truly is. We are coming on grids so powerful. And in our world and in our work and what we're doing in sessions, people are activating their DNA. Mm -hmm. There's a 12-strand DNA that is going on grid on the 12th, you guys. This is why. Because it's so profound. You are your own universe. You are your own planet. And when you remember this, you can have anything you want in your life. You can write yourself the own ch- your own checks for whatever you want because it's coming down from a higher place of be. But when you're not solid in you and you're in the fireplace and you're choking on the smoke and all the distractions, what's happening? You don't have inner peace mm-hmm. because you're so focused on the external. So what else they had said, which was so profound and why this is happening is there's that whole energy. And again, I'm going to get Carly to explain because I'm foggy again. Is the <laughs> Are you hour- in the smoke? Yeah, I'm in the smoke, people. <laughs> is um, the hourglass. Yes. Okay, so with the energy that's going on right now, we're kind of at a choice point. So I want everyone just to picture an hourglass. So, you know, if you were to draw, I feel like a kid was to draw an hourglass, it'd be two triangles. There'd be one inverted at the top and then a regular like pyramid style at the bottom. Okay, so picture that kind of like on the belly of a black widow spider. 
So right now, we are right at the center where the two triangles are kind of touching. So you're at this choice point where you can continue to be steadfast and be committed to yourself and do the work where you're then going to propel up and stay in that upper pyramid, mm-hmm. or you can give in to the distractions. You can... Addictions. Addi- yeah, give in to the addictions and you know, spiral down for, I don't know how long to the lower pyramid, which is the collective energy. And there's no right or wrong, but it's just the journey that you're choosing to take. So you're at this choice point right now where you can stay in this upper pyramid, or you can go down to the bottom pyramid because you're kind of in the middle of both of them. Yes. And what's going to happen in the next week here is that upper pyramid, it almost like, it almost rises over your head, Mm -hmm. okay? And then your planet, what you're holding in your hand, what just clicked to me like three days ago, is what you're holding in your hand is your own planet. Mm -hmm. You've now activated yourself all the way from higher self and you are anchoring yourself in for the energy moving forward. Well, and like, I'm looking at you, Coco, right now as you're doing that and like you put your hands up and you literally make that pyramid. Literally. That is what you are Yeah, it's like a Y. Yeah. Right. And I'm holding the planet. I'm stabilizing my own planet Mm -hmm. within. So that is why it's so profound. That is why on the opposite of this, you guys are getting so distracted. That's why we're doing self-sabotage because we're so scared of our light. Mm -hmm. We're so scared of our power. We're so scared of all of the things that it's easier to spiral down. And it's happening in various different ways, right? Like our mind, our sly pirate ego, our, our, Ego is so tricky. Like Carly said last episode, it uses the language against us. Mm -hmm. And what it also does is it tells you you're way more quote unquote ahead than you are. You're not enough ahead. Mm -hmm. This whole, and then that's the smoke. Yeah. Well, your ego like ends up using the, your level of consciousness against you because your ego almost rises in consciousness with you, right? Like that's how it becomes more powerful. So then it ends up using the situations and language that you know, or that you're currently living against you. But yeah. It's, it's so interesting to see like that, yeah, that, that flip, that almost. flip yeah. going down. And also like one of the biggest thing is like, I know I can hear you guys right now saying, well, what is a distraction? What is an addiction? Like, what does that even mean? And like the literal sense of it all is okay. Well, first of all, Instagram, mm-hmm. Instagram is just, we're doing a whole episode on that for the, for the holiday series. You guys are all addicted to social media, to likes, to unfollows, to who's watching you, who's not watching you, who gives a shit about you. And let's be honest, nobody does, period. Because they're all doing the same thing you're doing, worrying about who's worried about them. Yeah. And I had said um, the other day to someone, I said, I had 200,000 followers across the board on social media. And how's that working for me? Mm -hmm. It did. It it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's such an illusion. So everybody's getting so distracted about what everybody else is saying and doing and posting and blah, 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 blah. And yes, in our world, we very much mentor to use social media to reverse your wounds. But so many of you guys are using it as that smoke, Mm -hmm. as that distraction. And like, what did you just say before we got on about the social? how it's the social life yeah well it's it's social media instagram specifically is now your new your new social life so we always mentor to use social media to kind of look at your wounds in a way so you don't have to do it in person but that's what it's now become especially since we like a majority of us can't even leave our homes depending on where you live you know there are you know with this whole like quarantine thing going on so like you're looking to social media that is where you talk to your friends that is where you see what your friends are up to it is the new social life so this is then where you are spewing all of your wounds everywhere mm-hmm. right like this is where 
this is where you're going to, you know, worry about what people are saying behind your back or in front of your face. This is where you're going to worry about, does so-and-so like the shirt that I wore? Whereas before I can go back to like high school where you'd wear the new shirt to school and then you'd be like, oh, do people notice it? Like, I don't know. Now it's like, no, I'm going to post a picture and I'm going to see if they notice it. Yeah. And you guys, and you guys are getting so caught up in your distraction and your spin with that. And that is okay because me and Carly know it well when we were coming off of our old lives. Like that was my old life. Me too. I built a whole companies off of this and my spin was off the hook but it took radical like looking at to realize when I came to the kitchen the one day and I said to Scott holy shit I'm addicted to myself Mm -hmm. I'm addicted to the pain I'm addicted to the drama I'm addicted to everything yeah you guys are addicted to density you're Mm -hmm. addicted to everything that's going on out there because I'll tell you right now when you're solid in you you don't care like you just don't and it's that hardcore I know but it's that simple and you know I can sympathize and I have compassion for it because I walk through all this without a virus Mm -hmm. and I was so shook and so all over the place and all the things but when you're solid in you like it's actually shocking Scott and I just went out for errands and I forgot a mask because I was like oh my god I forgot that this even exists yeah Because you get so solid that it's not even in your world Mm -hmm. because you don't allow the smoke to consume you. And now I can hear voices coming at me saying, but Coco, I have bills, but Coco, I have all this, which Carly said on her post today. I can hear it. It's coming in my ear right now. All of you guys are saying, but, 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 but. And you know what? So did I. I said, but Carly said, but Mm -hmm. Scott said, but, but you know what? Here we stand right now as a united triangle for a reason because we got the butts out of our way. Well, and they're all external, you guys. There's no but, I'm saying that in air quotations that you can say to us, that we can't rebuttal against you, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Because it's just all external. Like, all of those things literally go away when you deal with your energy and you know who you are and you deal with your wounds. Well, a good thing that came up today with me and Scott that we heard was my auntie is we have been just, she listens to all of our podcasts and she had like a whole issue with the family, um, regarding some like inheritance kind of situation. And she was really, really angry about it for years and years and years. And today she responded to somebody about it. And she was like, you know what? Like I have moved on from that because I understand it was my wounds. I understand that, that, like she understood stood the, it, reaction. the reaction yeah. of it all. So then that changed the whole game. And I was like, wow, like Scott said, it's so easy to talk about it, but to actually take the action is the whole other layer, really. Well, that's the doing the work part. Yeah. You can sit here and talk about it all you want, but until you do something, you're not doing anything, you guys. And well, I literally part of the work is, is recognizing that, yeah, that was my wound. And then the second half of the work, the action part is like saying that to other people and like almost ending that partner in pain mm-hmm. because it's really, gr- it's really great to sit here and, um, you know, notice all this stuff. But if you're not taking the action beyond that, then you're still stuck right where you are, except now, you know, you're in the mind. Yeah. And I think yeah. we, and I think we should really talk about that because that's been a conversation as well this last week with like the whole self-sabotage and the whole energy. So I know a lot of you guys have the lack spin 
And honestly, I've said this a lot, like everyone has their own spin, but lack to me is like one of the strongest ones as you're moving to new earth energy, because you have to start doing the opposite of the way you lived before, which is the hustle, the greed, the competition, and just being like, we don't know how to be people don't know how to be. So there's a lot in our community right now who are on that healing journey and they're at home and their husbands or their wives are like shook because they're out in the hustle and they're coming home and they're like, what the fuck? Right. So lack then starts grabbing onto you because you're like, how the hell am I ever going to flip? How is this all going to flip? So then that becomes a whole distraction with the smoke. Right. Well, Especially when like the physical hasn't manifested yet for you. So yes. you're not seeing the income coming in yet through like by doing your work like that's where that really grabs onto you because once you get into flow it's just a thing it, it is yeah and one thing that we've been talking about as a team is the whole action part so I really want to like turn this over to Scott because he he's living proof of it in our world is when we blew up our life he knew the bigger picture at hand and he went out and worked at that low vibe recycling job for a whole year now you guys could all look at us and be like, oh, well, really? Was that a hell yes for Scott? But here's the point. It got us to here. So I'm going to let him speak on that because I think a lot of you guys need to hear that because you guys are taking it literally like you're sitting there waiting for abundance or waiting for something to literally fall from the sky and save you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's not, it's that simple, but it's also not that simple because you don't know how everything plays out necessarily in the future. You don't know how it's going to, the decisions you're going to make are going to affect the future. How do you, so you can access that higher self. So yes, I needed to work for that year so Coco could heal and take that time to really like reflect and move forward with it. That was for her. That was me playing a part in her game. Now in my game, I had to work for a year to learn some things for me. So that way it's like my self-worth, what I wanted to do how I wanted to move forward. You know, I was unhappy, like working a minimum wage job, you know, but I also don't have the ex- experience necessarily to be like a manager, even though I've ran my own business and I've On done, paper. A, I've done all these mm-hmm. things. Like I've been a supervisor like two or three different times for two or three different companies, ran my own business, but there's still a skill set that I don't have that when I look at it, means that I, to myself, I can't fill that role because I can't fulfill all the requirements for that position. So I hold myself back. But I also have a lot of other skills that are better than others. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. I lost track of that. You have a lot of other skills that you just don't see yourself. So you had to go into that position to really face himself. He had to go in that position to face himself. He had to take himself back down a level from running a multi-million dollar company to all of a sudden go back into a lower vibration to give me that time to heal because he saw the bigger picture. But also he had to face his shit. He yeah. had to realize his worth. He had to speak his truth in that year. And he also had to realize what it felt like to be in the lower vibration so that he can become the mentor. Well, and also like this is a thing, like looking at that job posting on paper, that was probably a hell no for Scott. 
But it mm-hmm. became a hell yes because he saw the bigger picture at play. 100%. So it's like, we understand that we say, like, you need time to, like, sit with yourself and all that. That is true. But you're doing that so then you can then recognize the bigger picture so then you can go out and take these actions that, you know, you're not going to you're not gonna just be a CEO tomorrow. If that's what your higher self is, it's just not going to happen. You're well, going to have to take the steps to get there. Well, let's be honest. Well, Coco was spending the year in kind of, like, self-isolation sitting with herself. I was sitting with myself at my job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was literally like in my head all the time because I never really talked to anyone because how was I supposed to have this conversation with energy, with all this stuff that we talk about with my people at work? It just wasn't going to happen. And I would get into it every now and then because like I can kind of rant and ramble off a few things that I find really super interesting, but it wasn't going to happen. So I spent a lot of the time in my own head just thinking. And that was me spending that year with myself but I was also providing for us, which also relieved some stress for us moving forward. And allowed us to move forward. So here's the thing. You guys can all look at us right now, this solid triangle that spent all of 2019 doing the brutal work. I didn't go on social media. I literally got off social media. I started from new. You know, Carly had to jump out of her job. She had to do things that she did not want to do. Mm-hmm. Brutal, 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 brutal choices. And even into this summer, you know, all the things that we made steadfast dedication to because we know the bigger picture. Now I'm reading like channels and letters and everything that we've had for three years being like, holy shit. All of this has come to be. So that's why when Carly's mentoring on higher self, she's like, literally, you can put this letter into Mm -hmm. a drawer and it will happen, but it will happen from the action. So a lot of you guys are just sitting there, honestly, just looking up at the sky, hoping to be saved by something because you're trusting in your light. That's beautiful. And that's amazing. And I'm so proud of you because you know what that is? That's that fireplace. You have your light lit Mm -hmm. right now and you're like, okay, okay. I'm trusting in my light. But now what? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> now go out and collect the firewood because it's not yes. just going to be dropped off oh, at your door. 100%. Well, you got to put that sort of work into it. Yes. This awakening process is not for the lazy. Okay, that's something we need to talk about because it's like, yes, we say sit with yourself, but you cannot be lazy and do that, mm-hmm. right? You need to still be able to take the action. So whether that be while you're sitting with yourself, journal, meditate, dig in, figure out what's going on, but then you need to action the steps after that. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot just, like we can't say it enough, you can't just sit there and expect the sky to fall for you. No, and honestly, like a lot of you guys are accessing quantum and you're coming and working with us or whoever you're working with and you're getting into quantum, but quantum doesn't just cut it okay Mm -hmm. yes you can get into those higher frequencies and you can do all that and you're living in that whole other frequency but then you still come back to your human life and you've got to make the conscious decisions of action and that's changing the game truly Mm -hmm. that's when all of a sudden you're with those hands up in your head and you're supporting your whole entire planet because you took the action to do it well think about like how many millions or billions of lives that you've lived there is Like statistically, you've already accessed quantum in these other lives as well. And you're still here today trying to work through your ascension. So clearly just being quantum is not enough because in your other lives, if you would have accessed quantum and then taken action, you wouldn't be where you are today. Yeah. And also like in my world, it's like, I I can help you go into timelines. Like say you lived a life in Lemuria or something, all of that exists now. 
but you've got to be able to pull that down and pull it in and really be solid in who you are. And that takes the work, right? It takes the maintenance. It takes that steadfast dedication. And I know a lot of you guys are like, holy fuck, like, what is this all for? Like, is this ever going to get any better? Like, that's what I'm hearing right now from all of you guys where you're like, every single day, it feels hard. It feels day to day. But here's what I'm going to tell you. You didn't come here to have a hard life. Life is not supposed to be hard. It's not hard. The flow is crazy once you get into it because we're there. So we know we've walked this. We're not talking out of our ass. We have self-sabotaged big time, big time. And we're calling that energy binging. So like Scott can use an analogy with like working out and eating so that you guys can understand. (laughs) I've just been waiting for a place to inject it. (laughs) This might be a little bit of a long analogy. Bear with me. It's going to circle around to a point. AKA (laughs) normal, Scott. (laughs) Control it, Scott. I'm going to try and keep it simple. I've been thinking about this for a few days. I have been walking with a weighted vest on probably for the last couple of weeks, essentially since about my birthday. And there's a few things that I have noticed when I put it on. The very first time I put it on and I started walking with it, the very first thing I noticed because I try to pay and be present in a lot of things is my feet hurt. Now, why do my feet hurt? Well, if I think about it, I've just added an extra 30 pounds to myself. So now they're taking that load. Okay, cool. I know I can, I understand. I can explain it. I can move forward, be conscious of how I'm stepping. So that way I don't over flatten my arches and stuff like that. Perfect. The second time I put it on, I notice again, my feet hurt initially because I'm always adding that extra 30 pounds. And then as I'm walking, I also notice my lower back hurts and my neck hurts. Now, why is that? That seems really strange because it's a vest. It's not like it's a backpack. It's a vest, so it's very close to being over your your center line, unlike a backpack, which would be hanging back where you so you'd have to lean forward. But what I was doing was I was unconsciously leaning forward and breaking at the hips. And I was loading up that back. And even though I was leaning forward with my back, I was also leaning forward with my head. So everything kind of kept going out on that farther and farther angle. So then I was walking the one day and I was paying attention to this. I'm like, well, this shouldn't be this way. What am I missing? And what I was missing was engaging my glutes, just squeezing your, your bum muscle just that little bit. And what that does is that pulls your hips forward, pulls your chest back and keeps you more upright. But if you are doing that and it's new, what's going on is, is you're going to tire that muscle out. So you're still going to have that fatigue in that lower back area. And you have to keep flexing that muscle until it gets strong enough to hold it. And then it won't be so fatigued anymore. That's where a lot of you guys are right now. You're used to flexing that muscle and now it's just fatigued, but you're getting stronger in that area. So just keep working on it. And the binge analogy. <laughs> Did I lose that thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just really wanted to tell that story. Okay, so, I mean, he has a very valid no, point. No, it was, no, a valid where, point. Where Carly's talking about the hourglass, that's what Scott's re- yeah. re- analogy is pertaining to. He doesn't follow along, folks, so don't <laughs> mind him. I'm just here for comic relief and good luck all the yeah. time. That's it. So when Carly's talking about that choice point right now, that's where you guys are. Yeah, the fatigue of mm-hmm. that choice point, for sure. And using Scott's analogy, that's where you guys are. So what you have to do is buckle up and keep making the decisions, keep doing the maintenance, keep focusing on your light, keep doing the work, keep birthing out things, keep taking action. And you have to do the stuff that's brutal. I was talking about this like last year when I had to ask for money 
to support us for rent, you know, from my mom a few times, you guys, I was hysterical about it. Like hysterical. Why? I have a mother wound. I have a self-worth wound and lack is my lineage layer. Okay. What kind of wound does your mother have? Well, exactly. I don't know. I haven't dug into her. Probably self-worth. Yeah. So it's just this whole big trigger. But now because I faced it and I took that action of asking for that support, Time and time again, I could call her right now and ask for $2,000 and not even be swayed. So take that in, you guys. That's the action, the things that you don't want to do. So if you're sitting in your shit or you're sitting in this pain right now, the reason why you're in that pain is because you're avoiding it. The reason why you're in that frequency is because you're avoiding it. You've got to take the action. If you need help with action, book a session. We can help you birth this all out. We're here to help you run. You don't need to be crawling. But what's also happening with this whole smoke analogy is you guys are energetic binging, which Scott was supposed to talk about. But what's happening is you're sitting there as your fireplace is now lit. Okay. The smoke is coming on and it's taking so much. It's starting to go in your eyes and your ears and you're like, oh my God, it's so intense. You're getting, you're addicted to the pain with the whole external smoke. You're addicted. Let's talk to everybody else about their fireplace and their smoke and discuss the differences and all the things. But what's happening is one day your flame is lit and you're feeling really good. You're really, really good. And all of a sudden you have one slip up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's like you're on that workout routine and you have a cheeseburger. And then you have another one because it tastes so good. And then you're like, well. Get a pop. Yeah. You get a pop. And now all of a sudden you're like, well, fuck it. Large fries. Yeah. Milkshake. And you wake up in the morning with a headache because you ate crappy food. You're like, oh, I don't feel so good. So guess what? And eat more crappy food. Yeah. And then you you go back down again. Yeah. Right? And so you guys are doing that in some level of your life. You are energetically binging on the energy right now of yourself. Mm -hmm. Because really, who are you without your stories? Who are you without your pains? Who are you without your addictions to the external world? Without... Instagram, Mm -hmm. without all of that stuff. Who are you without all that? It feeds your loop. It feeds your story. And breaking free of that is what's happening right now. And we still have those layers too, you guys. Yeah, we're solid and we're not swayed right now with the external things, but don't get us wrong. We still have our our layers that Mm -hmm. we're like, oh my God, yeah, I'm addicted to that. Mm -hmm. Like we can go down the the TikTok rabbit hole for two hours (laughs) some nights, you know? Never. (laughs) But one of the things that just kind of occurred to me is have you replaced your story like your previous story with the spiritual story of like oh yeah my life is so rough because like well I'm just I'm going through so much stuff right now like I'm going through my dark night of the soul like I just I have to so many things I have to do like I'm so spiritual like you know what I mean like is that what you've replaced your story with Wow, Scott. We were we were talking. Okay, about, I'll, okay. I'll, I, it's okay that you didn't bring up the binging analogy now. Yeah, you just like you just dropped that good one. Mic that's drop, okay. Scott. Like that's well, okay. I mean, it's true. No, it's because very true. that's happening a lot. We're seeing it a lot in our world too, where it's like all of a sudden it's like I'm dealing with my wounds. I'm doing the work, and you or become, it's my self worth ruined. That's why I'm reacting this way. Yes. So then you start getting addicted to the pain. Like Scott said, you've now replaced the stories with doing the work. Mm-hmm. Where it's like here's the thing too and I said this yesterday because I was seeing it play out not everything is meant to be seen publicly Mm -hmm. right your journey and a lot of people are 
walking the line with that too, because it's the addiction where they will share their journey Mm -hmm. to then feed their stories and their pain. So it's like, well, I want to be authentic and I want to talk about my journey and I want to dump all over Instagram stories or I want to dump all over social media. I'm not judging at all. I'm asking you to reflect on that energy of why you're doing that. Because there's one thing about doing it while you're going through it. And there's one thing to go through it, see the lesson and see it from the bird's eye view and then share it. Yeah. Because when you're going through it, ask yourself, are you doing it to replace the addiction? Like Scott said, are you looking for the validation? Why are you sharing it while you're going through it? What are you searching for? That's the smoke, you guys. That's the self-sabotage, you guys. And there's a difference between being relatable and airing your dirty laundry. Yeah, well, you can't be driving to Calgary and posting pictures of like, oh my God, the restaurant in Calgary was so great, but you're not even in Calgary yet. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what's happening. It's the whole self-sabotage. So you guys need to really understand that. And everybody goes through it. Like if we're not any different, but you have to take the time and your guys' light is so profound and you're here to rise. We're here for that new earth, especially if you've done higher self and maybe you've got a label. Maybe you're starting to understand who you are. Your wounds are coming out like hot, mm-hmm. hot, hot, hot out of the stove. Okay. That narration is coming in hot, 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 hot. You're going to be in your head because your head is that smoke. Okay. Why? Because we're at that choice point because that DNA is coming online. I know for a lot of you are like DNA, what the fuck is even that? But there is some people in the community who are resonating with what I'm saying. They want our DNA. DNA is a big fucking deal. You guys. And we have 12 strands that people are working to get on grid coming into the 12th. And then on the 20th of December, we move into the age of Aquarius. Shit is happening. A lot of you guys are having experiences. You're going to be traveling. Ask Scott how he's feeling every morning when he wakes up right now. Terrible. Because <laughs> he's traveling all night long. He's traveling all night long. So he's in quantum doing all this work. So if you guys are waking up and you're like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. Yeah, you're traveling. Okay. If you feel like you're having surgeries, you're having surgeries. All these things, but you got to understand who you are so that you can shift and get out of all this because you guys are really binging on that smoke, mm-hmm. period. And it's hard. We get it, but it's, it's not, doesn't need to be. Correct. So Carly, do you Correct. have anything more to say? Correct. I feel like we're, we're to the point and we're sharp today, but like the guides, if you That's guys want That's exactly what they said to yeah. me. So I am have no qualms with that, my friends. Well, if you are traveling, let's give you some a little some tools to use with. If you find yourself waking up in the morning like me and you're just like, holy crap, like this is like such a weird dream, blah, blah, blah. Have a little notepad beside your bed. Write down some of the things that you remember and kind of see how maybe it plays out. Maybe there's key things that will stick out for you. Like take those steps rather than just like, yeah, man, I'm just so tired in the morning. Like I get 10 hours of sleep a night, which is probably a lot for an adult. And I still wake up in the morning just messed up. And I love it because there was a large portion of our life where I was traveling and Scott couldn't resonate, but now he's really traveling. So I'm like, he, 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 isn't it unreal? So what does traveling mean? It means that 
your soul leaves your body at night. So you will go back to your SAR systems. You will go back to your blueprint. You will go and have conversations. Like so many people will message me and be like, Coco, you were in my dreams. You were doing this work on me. I have dreams about so many people in the community, especially after our events, after sessions. Like if I don't get it all out in session, like I have to, otherwise you come to me all night and I work on you and I finish it off and it's a whole thing. So a lot of you are going to be experiencing that at night because that's also where your consciousness or sorry, your ego is shut down. So you are able to do the work that you need to do and all the stuff that needs to get done. So know that that is happening and you are going to be really tired and exhausted, but you have to honor it and not use it as your new addiction to pain. You have to be able to manage it. And again, there's people, there's things that can help you understand who you are, but you've got to get really solid here, you guys, and understand that it is a gift where you are right now. You are not here on this planet by chance. And one of the things I just want to finish this off with that I was talking to somebody about this morning is it's like, I know that it's an ongoing conversation about this like level of work and how intense it can be. And like we get in our own heads and all the, all the things, right. But also notice that the contrast between you and other people in your life or you and the external world is just levels of a game. Okay. So when you understand it that way, it really shifts. This is a game. So if you look, for example, at everybody that's out in the world right now, that's running around in fear and all that stuff that's consuming them, put them at level one. Okay. They're at level one of this game. You've now raised up to say 11 or a level 100. So you have to see yourself from that higher perspective. You have to see yourself from that game and know that there's a huge separation and that they just, they are just not aware of all the doors that you already aware that you are already aware of. Well, you've done this level before. Exactly. So, you know, when you would play super Mario, you'd know where all like the secret, like hidden blocks are, or like the shortcuts. Exactly. These people don't know that they've, they're, this is their first go around in this level. Exactly. So that's where you have to rise your consciousness and your compassion to know that you're at level 100 and these people are just at a level one and you can't fight, argue, or even mm-hmm. remotely even discuss what level one people are talking about. Well, here's the thing. Let them experience level one. Because yeah. if you start t- telling them how to and direct them through their level one, you're almost taking away the joys of experiencing the level. Mm-hmm. So let them have their, their moment. And when they come to talk to you about it, yes, then you can kind of relate to them about it. But don't try and take control of it. Because then again, what you're trying to do is you're trying to Pull them up. You're trying to pull them up. You're trying to wake people that are sleeping. You're like those back in the day where it's like, I got to get the cheats for Zelda. I got to get oh, the cheats. Oh, yeah. I you love know? I would get it for The Sims. Yeah, the like Sims? you got to find the cheats. I would cheats. get like all the money. I would get the money cheats so yeah. I could build anything that I wanted. So you're trying to find the cheats. cheats. You're trying to give yeah. them the cheats. And like what I also want to say and what they're showing me right now is like level 1 to 100 is where you guys are going. So if you're at level 100 right now, you guys are doing the energetic binging down the levels. So you're going back down to where you've already been to like consume all that stuff. And that's why a lot of you guys are going back down through the doors down the level because it's familiar. It's familiar. Mm -hmm. So use this analogy because it's profound because you're sitting here at a level 100 and you are playing games side by side right now. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm playing a game next beside my partner and beside my coworker, beside the person at save on foods. Mm -hmm. We're all there with our own game controllers playing the exact same game, but 
many of them are on level one or level two or level three and you're on a level hundred and then you're mad and pissed off and tired and frustrated that they're not at the same level as you, but you've already done the levels because you've done them in other lives and also you're doing them now. Well, it's like the same as like, have you ever played a sport with someone who's like really good at it and you're just learning like their level of frustration with you because you can't hold a rally or you can't figure out the skill. That's what's happening here. You're the person that has the skill and these people are coming in just learning the skill. And so you're like getting frustrated, like my dad with the computer. Yes. Oh Lord, trying to teach him stuff on the computer. I move too fast for him apparently, but it's the same thing. Yes. I know how this works. So I just zoom through it and he's still at square one trying to figure out, do I right or left click on the mouse? Yes. So it's like GoldenEye on Super Nintendo. Keep your eye on your own screen and play it. It's cheating if you're watching other people's screens so you can go shoot them and kill them. <laughs> yeah, and very... Rest in peace, Sean Connery. <laughs> and also, it's also very noticeable that when you're up at a level 100 and you're looking down at level one, it's so easy, like Carly said, familiar to go back down those doors, but then that's also where your ego gets in the way because your ego is in between level one and level 100, so it's grabbing. And that's where your ego will be like, well, look at all the work I've done, or look at, I don't need anyone to help me because look at all the work I've done already, and it's like, that's where that narrative comes in. Yes, and then it also happens too that say you're at a level 100 and then maybe you're looking up at like Carly who's at level 1000 and you're like I'm beneath her no it's not it's all the layers of the game that's happening yeah that way and when you see what's going on out in the world externally you will understand that that's part of the level one game Mm -hmm. even though you're playing in the same game you don't have to be at that frequency you don't and you have to get solid and really tell your ego to fuck off and really tell anybody who's in level one who's trying to tell you how to live in level 100 because you've already gone through all the doors you've already done all the experiences and you've already lit your own fire so when somebody throws a snow they're showing me the game it almost looks like if we're looking at it like this with all the like snakes and ladders Mm -hmm. all of a sudden somebody throws a smoke bomb in the game and you guys are like holy shit holy shit but you're really honestly on level 100 Mm -hmm. so what are you worried about Mm -hmm. because there should be trust in that light of who you are but before i go how the fuck did you get to level 100 you did some work so now here you are moving from level 100 to 1,000 with your higher self. You got to do the same work that you did to get to level 100. Because honestly, you guys didn't just wake up in this life. This has been lifetimes of action to get here. You got to do the same in this. And there is bliss. There is peace inside of you. I promise you this. You just got to get out of your own way and your head and call yourself out and really take those actionable steps. Like I said yesterday, if you had to dedicate even six or eight months of dedicated work to live a whole lifetime of a consciousness of ascension and in purpose, what is that in the grand scheme of things? But so many of you guys are so used to the buts, I can't, I'm scared, oh my God, you think you know how to do it, which everybody does, but why crawl when you can run, period, Here's kind of a neat thing is if you're on level 100 and you go down to level 36 for a visit, guess what? You're not on level 100, you're on level 36. But any sort of action requires energy. So to get back to level 100, you have to put that work back in to get back up to level 100, 
even though you've already been here. Even though you know the doors. Even though you know the doors. Mm -hmm. It still takes time and energy to get back to that level. So stay at that level 100 and keep rising. Mm -hmm. Don't go back down for a visit because essentially you're doing the same thing twice. You don't need to. Don't need to. So take that all in. It's a really big week, you guys. And we want everybody to go up the hourglass. And if you go down, nobody's judging you. Nobody cares. We're here to support you. And that's part of your blueprint and the way that you designed. But you really just got to make those decisions that you don't want to and that are hard and get out of your own way and really notice where you're energetically binging on yourself. On yourself. 